Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. We Americans are inundated these days with balderdash of the highest order emanating from Washington, D.C. Tweets are flying, investigations and denial of investigations are dominating the headlines, and all sorts of heat with no light is hitting us citizens in the face from the front pages of newspapers or from website news alerts. All of this stuff, using the politest possible terminology, is grabbing attention while driving the things that really matter in our everyday lives behind these strident government headlines. The result is that one of these days we will all of a sudden find that some law or other has been rushed through Congress using all sorts of procedures and, in some cases, outright deception, with minimal, if any, public discussion. And then we will have to live with the outcome, usually for years. What seems to be the prime example of this behavior at the moment is the health care bill being crafted behind closed doors by 12 elderly white male senators in absolute secrecy. And when that bill is reported out to the full Senate, it will come with a 20-hour limit on debate. So much for public input and discussion. But at least we are becoming somewhat aware of what's going on with the Senate's health care bill. Many of us are beginning to hear about this example of, quote, democracy at work, end quote. Important as health care is in our everyday lives, however, there's another under-the-radar issue that's hidden away behind the Washington bluster that has the potential to impact our lives, and particularly our digital lives, in a different but just as serious way as the health care bill will. This particular law is set to expire on December 31, 2017, if not renewed by Congress. The rationale behind having laws like this, which affect civil liberties, renewed every so often, is to try to inject at least a modicum of accountability into them. So, let's have a show of hands. Have you heard that the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978 Amendments Act of 2008 is up for renewal this year? Hmm, not too many hands out there. How about raising your hand if you've heard that Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas has introduced a bill to extend the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978, Amendments Act of 2008, with no changes and no sunset date, which means that this law will be renewed as is and never expire or never have to be renewed again. Hmm, still not too many hands. How about a raised hand if you know what this law is all about? Hmm, still not that many hands. Perhaps it might be worthwhile to take a moment and refresh our memories several years after Edward Snowden made public some of what's being done under this surveillance law. Basically, this law, on its face, enables the Attorney General and the Director of National Intelligence to authorize surveillance, including electronic surveillance, of targets, quote, reasonably believed, end quote, to be outside of the United States. After all, this is an act that's supposedly focused on foreign intelligence. These amendments to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, or FISA, 
specifically prohibit targeting any person known to be in the United States. Those people are the responsibility of domestic law enforcement. Except, except, except that this law has been routinely violated by the National Security Agency, or NSA, which captures reams of communications of those of us within the United States. The NSA claims that sometimes it does collect data in people in the U.S. if, for example, they happen to be talking to or communicating with targeted individuals in other countries. The NSA refers to this as, quote, incidental collection. A reasonable question might be to ask how many Americans are caught up in this so-called incidental collection of their electronic and telephone communications. In fact, Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon, among others, has asked that question over and over. In fact, congresspeople have been asking intelligence officials that question for over four years and have yet to get an answer. Well, actually, they may have recently gotten an answer in the first week of June of 2017. Daniel Coates himself a former member of Congress and now a director of national intelligence, recently told the Senate Intelligence Committee that to even make a statistical estimate of how many Americans' information is collected by the NSA would, quote, jeopardize national security, end quote. In other words, tough luck elected congresspeople. And, by the way, it would be too hard to do anyway if it was possible to do it all. Except that one of the judges on the FISA court said that simply isn't true. The FISA court is established by the FISA law to approve warrants to surveil foreign spies who are inside the U.S. Now this assertion is coming from a so-called court that's a court in ways that most of us would not recognize. This court meets in secret, for example, with only judges and government lawyers there. The proceedings are secret, and the decisions are secret. There's no one to take issue with a government warrant request, and final requests are routinely approved. In fact, since the FISA court began its work in 1979, up until 2013, it had received 35,529 warrant requests from the NSA, the FBI, and a few other security agencies. Of those 35,529 requests, the court denied a whopping 12, or, for those mathematically inclined, about three ten-thousandths of submitted final surveillance requests were denied. So, for a judge of this court to say that it was quite possible for the NSA to provide the number of Americans who have been or who are being surveilled on American soil, one might wonder why the NSA is so hesitant to answer the questions from Congress, which is actually the body that has to renew the law this year. One might begin to wonder, for example, if perhaps this law is not being used as Congress intended and is, in fact, collecting data on Americans who are not suspected of any foreign intelligence activity or indeed of any crime at all, right here in America. If one wondered that, one would seem to have good reason to wonder. 
and we'll look at some current revelations about this kind of digital spying on Americans using this law as its justification right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.